0: And now, James and Stu present the Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe.
1: Ladies and gentlemen And welcome to the Top Turnbuckle Podcast With your hosts, myself, James And me, Stu Okay Uh, So, it's our pilot episode uh, And what we're going to do Is we're going to start off With our top three wrestlers Stu, do you want to start? Why not? So
0: Kicking off on our first episode, as James has just said, we're going to go and delve back into our childhoods, uh, get a nice bit of nostalgia kicking around, and hopefully we'll see whether you enjoy our top three picks. Do you want to start in reverse order?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Absolutely fine. So for my first pick uh, in third place for me is quite a relative performer right now. Just made the grandest return on AEW Rampage on the 20th of August 2021 this year. Uh, personally, for me, I think it's one of the greatest returns modern modern wrestling history. And it's CM Punk.
1: Alongside it being modern, I'd go with that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, seven, seven years out of the industry. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of bad blood spilled between... WWE Vince and CM Punk and a few few others that were involved. It was a bitter end to what I think personally was a was an outstanding career for WWE. You know, he, he, for that era and time that he was, you know, classed as a mediocre sized guy, and for some of the talent that he was going up against, I think he carried it well. Personally, I think he's one of the best on the microphone. Is as a heel, as a face, he's fantastic, is he's, he's you know, the personality alone is is it's just brilliant. So I find him so entertaining. And I don't know he's a Marmite performer. <laughs> so he's you know, you love him or hate him, you can't honestly say like, Are you a CM funk fan? He's alright. He's not. You love him or you hate him. I love him.
1: That's really interesting because <laughs> I am in between. Get out.
0: I <laughs> just I, ruined I, my whole build-up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am in between. Uh, I do like Punk. I think that he can come across a little bit overrated within the internet uh, wrestling community. Yeah. But in terms of... Yeah, in terms of a star, I don't know if I rate him as much as I rate Brian Danielson.
0: Yeah. Or Daniel Bryan. Yeah, which, or Daniel Bryan. I mean, obviously,
1: <laughs> obviously, recently, we've yeah. had a change for mm. Daniel Bryan to... Yeah. Brian Danielson. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know with Punk. To me, I know this is going to sound really weird, but I, I, I think there's something missing. Hmm. It's just personal. But in terms of CM Punk, I am a fan. Yeah. I, I, I am a fan. I do think that he's a uh, great talent. And so you want me to go next? For, for those, for
0: those who can't actually see that, my arms were raised right up in the air. I'm, I'm putting that down as I've converted you. End off, That's it. Done.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've always said to you, I do like punk.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, He's, I mean, you even like the the stables that you had. I mean, the Straight Edge Society. All right. Grant. They, they didn't do they enough were, with it, did they? No. You know, they Didn't do I mean,
1: enough with it. They were worried about the controversy yeah. of religion and.
0: But then you look at the feud he had as well with Chris Jericho with the the whole you know pouring I don't know if you remember the pouring the bottle of Jack that was savage man and obviously you know it's not it's not a real bottle of Jack Daniels it's tea or something like that it's great Nexus as well
1: now for me personally I felt that uh, what was his name it was Wade Wade Barrett Barrett. I felt that Wade Barrett was a better leader in Nexus controversial I know I felt no, that I could uh, yeah, I could
0: yeah. I could see both sides of that.
1: Yeah. I I I really am a massive fan within mm. wrestling and this is going to the audience as well, of things that make sense. And to me, Wade Barrett winning the original NXT Yeah uh, I suppose you called it a reality show. Yeah, what would you call that? Yeah. Uh you know, this <laughs> is <just> a load <laughs> of crap, wasn't it really, there's, but, there's a debate for the listeners. You know. I felt that it was a good fit, Wade. Mm. And I felt he was good on the microphone. Yeah. Again, kind of derailed. You had the of feuds And then nothing was really done afterwards. Yeah. It kind of just fizzled yeah. out. and
0: Yeah. I mean, you can go into some of the... Well, how, what, I mean, for me, one of the absolute highlights of Punk's career was The Money in the Bank. Which one? Oh... He won it twice. When he left with the title. Was oh, he, the, the match. It, or, yeah. The John Cena We've match. We've seen it. Yeah.
1: I think Man. it was uh, 2000... Oh, was it 2010? might have. Oh, God, was yeah, it, no, it was. That long it ago. Was. Yeah, Jesus.
0: Fucking hell. And we're in 2022. Yeah. Christ. They're... That's, that's got to be... And don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the pop the crowd did. And again, it was in his hometown, yeah, Chicago. It was in Chicago. You know, you're going to have someone like him... Who is who is who is a massive fan base as a community, they you know hometown crowds love their own stars. But as far as Chicago goes, you know, I mean you even have to see the signs in the background and that Money in the Bank match. If Cena wins, we write. And I genuinely believe the fans probably would have destroyed that venue. <laughs> but that is that whole build-up to, you know, punk coming out, and I t two of my favourite theme tunes of all time belong to the same wrestler, which is living colour, cult personality. I love that tune, but I am a massive, massive fan of Killswitch Engage, and I love his original, This Fire. When that slide guitar riff kicks in, that crowd went utterly batshit crazy.
1: As I say, I'm quite quiet on this subject, because I am a CM Punk fan, but I've never really been that passionate. Oh. Never been that oh. passionate. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I really haven't. I've always seen him as a good talent. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever seen him as the top guy.
0: I think that's why I liked him. Yes, yeah. because he wasn't. And I know there was a personal feud between him and Triple H. Mm. You know, he was. You know, I mean, he even made the point of, in one of his uh, little pipe bombs is, was it Vince or Triple H that branded Eddie Guerrero a vanilla midget?
1: I cannot remember that. (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, that, And I'm pretty. Don't get me wrong. It it was along those lines, but I'm pretty sure the words "vanilla midget" were used Mm. to describe Eddie Guerrero as not being a big guy to carry the show, and how fucking wrong they were. And he's never been afraid to tackle those subjects. He's, and I think that was one of the biggest, and biggest, and scariest points of you know Punk's career with WWE. Is they were terrified as to what he would say.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to approach this because it's part of wrestling now. Yeah, where the backstage element mm. and the kayfabe and the dirt sheets and yeah, everything yeah. like that is, you know, so well known. Sometimes I feel that punk plays up to that too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm more a fan of watching the actual product and not. When we have promos, having promos about what's going on, the politics behind the scenes, and everything like that,
0: I enjoy it every so often. Yeah, but if it's a continual thing, I think you know you just you're playing on the obvious. The fans know what's going on. Yeah, you know it's the modern era. Uh, Social media and the internet plays a massive part of it. We all know what's going on.
1: Favorite punk match? (sighs) Uh,
0: I'm gonna say. Oh, see. Such a swatter. I had to write this down because I knew this was going to come out. Don't worry about it. Me. Ah, mm-hmm. that was it. Ring of Honor, 2000, um, 2002 or... No, 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 no. It was, sorry, Ring of Honor. CM Punk and Samoa Joe match number two. And it was Fucking boring. hell,
1: you have done your research. Oh, you yeah, Jesus yeah. yeah. oh, fucking yeah. oh, no, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I you <expect> shocked, do I wasn't
0: expecting that yourself. fucking one. No, uh, it was a yeah. pretty world title classic. Okay, uh, and yep. it was, see, again, i have to do my notes and double check this out. It's the first time in seven years that Dave Meltzer gave a five-star review in North America. And the last time he gave a five-star review, and this shows how long ago it was, was Undertaker versus HBK. Hell in a Cell. Head in a cell.
1: Yeah, Hell in a Cell, which was at Bad Blood 1997.
0: Correct, Correct. I knew you'd know that
1: bit. I know that without even needing any <laughs> fucking notes, mate. It's either Samoa Joe <laughs>
0: or the match I've mentioned before. Yeah. Which was Hell in a Cell.
1: Um I, I'm, I'm not a big... Uh, was that a Ring of Honour? Yeah, it was Ring of Honour. Was that, was that his retirement match? Didn't he retire against Joe?
0: No. I don't know. God,
1: see, that's the bit I didn't... Uh, yeah, I, I,
0: I, don't honestly, know, sure. I, I don't know. I mean... See, clearly it built me up to be this massive punk fan and I've just ballsed up right at the end. No, you yeah,
1: haven't. <laughs> to be honest with you, it, especially in Britain, hmm. you know, we, we don't get a lot of Ring of Honor well, here and we do not get a lot of... I mean, AEW's hard to come by. Yeah, um,
0: Impact as well, it's very hard to get. Yeah, you know, The closest, closest thing we get to that in Britain is, you know, it's either a dodgy streaming site or your clips on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I think there's um, somewhere called Fight TV, something yes. really yeah, weird yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can go it's, and get it's, stuff.
0: It's GCW's on there.
1: GCW? Yeah. I, I only found out about GCW recently with Jeff Jarrett on fucking Smackdown.
0: Oh, mine was uh, Nick Nick Gage being brought into AEW. Oh, okay, like, cool. and, and that was the first point I was like, who the fuck is this maniac? Yes, he is he is I mean you know if, if ever there was a guy who was up there for the whole King of the Death match thing he's it he is fucking hardcore packed off to him he you know he is absolutely fucking hardcore yeah but um, yeah is, so that, is
1: this the guy that was on Dark Side the Ring mm, yeah
0: yeah oh god yeah yeah that does not do him justice that. yeah I know but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so yeah that's yeah that's 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 my number three entry for my top three favourite wrestlers of all time. And so, James, let's go for your number three.
1: Okay. Well, my third pick, and I haven't gone in any particular order. My third pick is someone who I think we're beginning to see being missed within Mm. the company massively. And I think that we all took him for granted, and that's The Undertaker. Good call. Now, you know, think back when he debuts with Brother Love in nineteen ninety. You get that immediate hush yeah. from the crowds. Yeah. They build him up well. He eventually fights Hogan. Mm-hmm. Seems absolutely unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. And hats off to Mark Calloway. I mean, anybody could have been given that gimmick. And at the time, there were a lot of gimmicks being given. Yeah. And they could have fucked that oh, yeah, up. They could have fucked that some, up. They could have shocking, really fucked that up. But In that era, you had some shocking gimmicks brought out. The the mannerisms in the ring. Mm. I mean, if you go back and do yourself a favour and do do this, if you go back and watch the evolution of The Undertaker, when he first starts, he is kind of like a zombie, the way he is. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Just the but, way he moves. Completely
1: void of emotion. But what's so fantastic about that is he's such a threat at the same time. Yeah. Because when you think of a zombie, you think of, well, someone will just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But he's such a threat. Yeah. And the evolution, as you move on, you, you you then, I mean, he comes in as a heel. He immediately changes to face. And I, I'm mm. going to test everyone here because I believe that he turned face in a really mediocre way. I think he turned face because the Berserker, if anyone remembers the Berserker, yeah, do you remember yeah. the Viking Yeah, yeah, Berserker he used, to, he used to walk around going, huss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I think he fucking turns face because the berserker went to attack him with a sword. I don't remember that. It's in the back of my mind, and I'm sure that is the reason that he turned face. All right. That everyone got it. behind him, like yeah. suddenly he was cheered because he was fighting the Berserker, and the Berserker actually because he used to come down as a Viking with a fucking shield the that's right, yeah. and a sword. Yeah, with the two horns as well. And he had Mr. Fuji with him. Yeah, um, I never uh, understood that. Then. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, Mr <laughs> Mr. Fuji, I believe, instructed the Berserker to use the sword on the Undertaker. Oh shit. And the crowd, like they they just suddenly organically started cheering. Fair 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 that's fair a little fair. bit Really? That's a little bit for something to, okay. for people to look up on. I think that's the reason. I certainly know that by WrestleMania 8 against Jake Roberts, he's being cheered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, I and never... Jake Roberts I attacked that. him. yours. Yeah, Jake Roberts attacked him. Do you remember? Yeah. He put his fucking uh, hands in yeah. the so, casket and smashed him with chest. But I don't yeah. think that's where he turns face. Right. But anyway... Going on back onto the Undertaker, mm. we have to look at the longevity, oh, the changes gosh, yeah. like you that said, the he ev- made. The evolutionary process of his... Yeah, career. I mean, he, even even in the mid-90s, you look at, like, he was up against all these giants and he had to work his arse <laughs> I mean, off to try just, and get something out of them. On that him.
0: note, we are absolutely vetoing and voiding anything to do with the giant Gonzalez because that, <laughs> that was beyond fucking dreadful.
1: Do you know where he come from?
0: Somewhere that should never be remembered.
1: <laughs> he come from Argentina. He was a basketball player and he was picked up by WCW. If you want to go and have a look... How the at hell some was he awful... a
0: basketball player? Because he could barely move around the ring. He so
1: uh, stiff. Mate, you played for Argentina. Well, no. I've never heard the Argentinian no, right, right. yeah. basketball no. team. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyway, he come from basketball and... He was picked up, I believe, or the first time I saw him was in WCW's Eliganto. Okay. And he was friends with Sting. Really? Yeah. that's the... Like in a really weird the... sort of <laughs> faction, like face faction. Uh, I, can I can't see... even remember who
0: was in it. Is this, is this Sting with like the bleach blonde hair? Oh, here? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How's that going to work? Oh, don't ask me. I remember one time they had to have him <laughs> handcuffed by oh, ringside. What, the giant? Yeah. Really? Yeah, in a match. And he, and he fucking got out of it somehow and helped Sting. It's another one of them like Robocop. I don't um, know if anyone oh, remembers God. that. Oh, let's not
0: even go yeah. there. well... Uh, there's, 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 a, there's a route for a topic to come up later on in life.
1: <laughs> so anyway, moving on with The uh, Undertaker.
0: Yeah, well, I've, I've got a massive question to ask you about The okay, Undertaker go for as well. It. Right. For his whole evolutionary process, and let's face it, there were, there were so many different aspects to do with the Undertaker. We've got like the American badass, mm. the Ministry.
1: The, I'm not going to bring them up now, by oh, the way. No, I'm, just right, gonna, that's, that's... I'm just because I'm just going to let the Undertaker is such a legend. I think that most of our listeners are probably fans, and they do know the evolution of the Undertaker. Oh,
0: gotcha. My question is okay, and I know this is going to be tough because he has had. A, a career like nobody else will ever have or will ever get yep can you pick out one match that stands
1: out for you of The Undertaker over any else it's going to be a shocker mm. because it's going to go on my childhoods. yeah and a lot of people shit on it but the feud with Yokozuna <sighs> the casket match at the real rumble yeah, cool I'm, I'm, oh, Yokozuna yeah. was absolutely unbeatable yeah in that period, apart from a little silly thing that happened with Hulk Hogan at yeah. WrestleMania oh, 9. No. Uh, he was no. absolutely no. unbeatable and he come up against the Undertaker and this is what I love about wrestling. You had these two characters, I think it was at the Survivor Series 93, yeah. and they suddenly met in the ring. And if, the whole crowd just goes, whoa, what the yeah. fuck? They both get DQ'd and mm-hmm. counted out, I think, and then you go on to the Royal Rumble, they have this casket match where you really don't know massive Yeah, well. right, you really don't know which way it's going to go then. I mean the endings a little bit hoo-ha mm. you know you had ten heels come in yeah. to of helped Yoko Sooner and they stuff the Undertaker in the casket and I don't know if you remember but he appears on the Titan Tron yeah. do you remember that And yeah, he, yeah, yeah. from inside the casket yeah. it, as a kid was, was
0: that not the first time that they represented the Undertaker as dying
1: yeah, I believe so.
0: And then brought him back yeah. as, this, as like the dead man, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, can't believe I remember that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that everyone's probably going to shit on that, because they're going to go, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25, yeah. the Bad Bloods Hell in a Cell yeah. match with Shawn.
0: Mankind
1: uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, Mankind's Hell in a Cell, things like that. But we're talking about how it impacted us. And I think yeah. that when I was a kid, watching that, I was so in awe of it. It yeah. was like, it was just fucking awesome. See,
0: so, I've got to be honest, mine is, and you of all people know I love Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. He, but he is.
1: I do. The reason my, I didn't pick Mick Foley, by the way, guys, because I knew Stuart was going to fucking put it on there. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I'm just giving away my other pick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can go with that next. My,
0: my absolute favourite Undertaker match. Was personally, I think it was his worst character persona, okay. which was his big evil. Yeah. But my favourite match that The Undertaker was part of was an episode of SmackDown. And I think you know where, oh, I'm going know with where this.
1: you're going. I know where you're going. Does it involve a ladder?
0: It was the ladder match yeah. against Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And that, I think, was the Kickstarter for Jeff Hardy's solo run. Because yeah, he put it It was early order, on. And Undertaker was never afraid of putting people over. He was always been that that top guy that has put people over, and that as an adult and like same for yourself. I love as, as a kid. I loved the Undertaker. He was just the, you know like the first captivating wrestler as a kid. Other than Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, for obvious reasons. The what had f- a what an snack.
1: absolute <laughs> fucking promo. Oh. master, absolute but it was, master. But
0: it was that that and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't main event of that episode of SmackDown. It was the main event, Undertaker as Big Evil versus Jeff Hardy, who were uh, just about on the verge of splitting up the Hardy Boys and Lita. Gave them, you know, was given this opportunity to do a title match against the dead man. And it was, I think, as far as main, like, you know, how shows go or tape shows go, as far as the main event goes. And this, and I put 90% of this work down to Jim Ross. That man knows how to commentate a match. And he knows how to make it an emotional moment.
1: It was and, a great match.
0: And hearing him scream, climb, kid, climb. Yeah. And that final moment at the end where Undertaker, and I'm pretty sure it was, broke kayfabe, came back into the ring. Held his arm up after Jeff Hardy screaming, you haven't broken me, I'm still standing, and has literally got about a teaspoon's worth of energy left in him, or life.
1: If I remember, I think it's during the time.
0: Yeah, the tail end, coming to, yeah.
1: As I remember, I think it's about the time of the Ruthless Aggression era where Vince is challenging everyone to step up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because the Undertaker was walking around the locker room and... I think there was something going on where The Undertaker was taking on younger challengers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But there was the Kurt Angle and John Cena thing and I think that was around about that time. Oh, I think it was about the 2000... Roofless,
0: the ruthless aggression stuff. About 2002. Slap.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, so, but you've just made my argument for me, for The Undertaker because listen to the two matches that we just put together there. Yeah. Right? We have put a five hundred pound Yokozuna in a casket match, a, alongside a ladder a twel- match,
0: a twelve stone Jeff Hardy, <laughs>
1: with a twelve yeah, stone yeah. Jeff Hardy, yeah, and that's the longevity. At least, that's how, yeah, you,
0: like you said, you, you know, you've you've got two different aspects of the spectrum there. You've got Yokozuna, who's quite possibly one of the biggest guys, size wise, also ever get in one that of the ring. best, one of the best big guys ever. Yeah, absolutely. Who was not an acrobatic guy. He was a powerhouse. He wasn't the quickest guy ever, but he was an unstoppable machine against Jeff Hardy, who is quite possibly one of the biggest risk takers. You know, he's not got the greatest set of moves, but he is a high flyer like, like, well, I don't know. You'll never get another one quite like him to be fair both no. of them for that matter for the for the you know for the for the styles they do that's two totally different aspects that we've both looked at yeah and it's you know and it's all for the right reasons you know and I knew this was going to be a tough question to ask you and I'm genuinely fucking chuffed I did because that's not the answer I was expecting
1: no I I tend to go on uh, emotion with mm. wrestling and yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, that's and
0: exactly why I picked the Jeff Hardy match
1: yeah Uh, So I go Yokozuna on that. So just to finish up with The Undertaker, I don't think I have to go through his evolution. (laughs) I think it's pretty well known. All I'm going to say is he debuts in 1990 at the Survivor Series. He ends his career at WrestleMania 36. I know. He ends his career at WrestleMania 36 against AJ Styles in the Boneyard match. Unbelievable career.
0: Like I said, you're never going to get anyone that's going to have that career. And I don't think there's ever going to be another one that will ever even come close to it. You can have all these, you know, everyone else that's coming up that's got 14 titles, 15, 16, whatever records you want to break. Longest running title holder of all time. Are they the undertaker? No.
1: No. Absolutely not. No way. Okay, so moving on to your second... My number two.
0: Uh, I, had, I, had a tu- I had a bit of a tough time thinking about um, my number three because originally I had Brett the Hitman Heart. I opted <laughs> not to you put him. You thought I in was going to have him? Because, James, I genuinely thought we'd pick him. So I wrote no notes at all. I haven't. However, my number two was quite easy purely because of my choice for number three. I, as I stated earlier, I love punk on the mic, I think he's one of the best. However, he's not the best. And I've picked number two, who is and will always be the best on a mic, in my
1: opinion, which is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Absolutely phenomenal talent. Uh, do yourself a favour, everyone out there. And on YouTube, there's a selection of Piper's Pit, a whole oh, playlist. It's, it's, and it's, it's, the controversy for that time. Oh, and yeah. You there's, know the, what he did. There's a couple
0: in there. You are like no, you, you can't do that. You, you, no, how you? There's one ways? where he
1: cuts a midget's hair. Yeah. I can't remember Black the young pieces. Yeah. Oh, so that's WrestleMania six. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was never the intention. I don't no. think. I think the intention of that at WrestleMania six that was against Bad News Brown. That's right. The intention was to show that he was multicultural. Yes. Uh, (laughs)
0: However, yeah, the intentions were good. We like to say that we at Top Turnbuckle Podcast do not condone this behaviour whatsoever. But it was done with the best interest to show that he was multicultural. However, like most things from back in the 80s and 90s, time has not aged well. And now it just looks really bad. However, going to get to the highlights and the good parts.
1: I'll be honest with you, just to interlude, I actually think he looks more like a Highlander than uh, th- yeah. the, the stupid, unbelievably bad <laughs> cosplay <laughs> of William Wallace that's being done oh. by one of my favourite wrestlers at the moment, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. What an absolute <laughs> fuck-up beyond fuck-ups. You had Drew McIntyre as the ultimate badass Yeah.
0: Scottish Psychopath
1: here. You had him right there. Yeah. He does the 2020 Royal Rumble, the breakout. He is oh, on top brilliant. of the world. Yeah. And then you have him come down as a William Wallace <laughs> cosplay, WWE. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs> which, which as a half Scotsman myself, is, oh, it's yeah, it's bad. It is bad. But fingers crossed something can be pulled
1: out. Something can be easily pulled out, just bring him back in that black leather. Yeah. And bring just him back as a badass. Like yeah, he was. like he was. Yeah. Like with the black leather, like long coat and the fucking long with, black hair. Again, looking
0: down. Goes back to Piper. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, it's gone how many times has he said you've got to be the tuss- toughest son of a bitch on the planet to start a fight in a skirt?
1: <laughs> you know Bobby Heenan's favourite line by the way if you go back and listen to one of my favourite managers and commentators Bobby Heenan he just continuously rips on Piper for that skirt it's just yeah. great I mean
0: his his in ring work was I I think massively massively underrated I think genuinely he should have been given more Opportunities and more titles than he genuinely deserved. I think at the time when you've got, when you know, when the company itself, WWF back in the day, were trying to push the likes of Hulk Hogan and Hulkamania and Macho Man, you know, people like that, you missed a golden opportunity there. Massive, massive golden opportunity there. He, without a shadow of a doubt, is and will always be the best guy on a mic. You know, I mean, have you, you know, so the, one of my favorite things he ever did was, as you know, and obviously the, the listeners don't know, I am a massive, massive film fan. I am an absolute fanboy when it comes to movies. One of my favorite films they of all live. time they is live. They Live. I love They Live. And it is the best ad lib, oh, sorry, one of the best ad libs ever is I have come here to do two things, chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of
1: bubblegum. He fucking made that up on the spot. He's class. He he's is class. Brilliant. I, I don't agree. I, I, I actually don't agree that he's the best on the mic. Oh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I, for me, the best on the mic, and I'll always argue this, mm-hmm. is Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah,
0: he's up there. He is up there.
1: Go back, guys. Watch his promos from yeah. the Randy Savage Fuse. They are unbelievable. Yeah. They are the Attitude Era before the Attitude Era even exists. They are dark beyond words. Oh, God, yeah, he
0: was dark. Yeah. He's absolutely hijacked my number two choice. <laughs> <laughs> we but, can um, move on if you want. Oh, no, uh,
1: this, uh, this Piper, for t- me, t- he, he, he is fantastic. He's mm. a revolutionary. He's yeah. a rebel. He's just great. He's
0: brilliant. I mean, like I said, the ad lib from They Live is is fantastic. Uh, everything he's done with the Piper's Pit segments is fantastic. I mean, the whole was it WrestleMania two with the boxing match with Mister T and uh, losing uh, losing on a DQ because he body slammed him was you know there was genuine heat there. Oh God, gotcha. yeah. Oh, there those, was those, genuine those, those, heat. Those they did not. Were not- you know, they did
1: not get on. At oh, one point, no. there's a, there is actually—if uh, you go back and watch WrestleMania two, it yeah. is a hard watch, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. But, but there is a moment where the uh, stone is thrown. I can't remember, but who does it? I can't remember if it was T or Piper. Uh, but it was—it was—it was, it was, it was done it. as a shoot. They mm. really didn't like each other. Those two. My absolute
0: favourite match, and I know we've discussed this before, is, for for Piper is the passing of the torch it's wrestlemania 8 and it's piper versus bret hart for the ic title mm. it's it's brilliant the promo before it is brilliant the setup for the match is brilliant and just uh, the move sets between the two were just so fluent they worked superbly with each other and i'm gutted they didn't do more with each other
1: well i think that was piper ending that particular era yeah. within his career. Oh, which is such a shame. Because he was,
0: you know, I know he had his run with WCW. He came back with WWE, WWF a few times. It it, it wasn't the same.
1: I think don't going know. back to your point on him as a wrestler mm. and the wrestling talent, I don't think that... I think this is a thing for today. Yeah, I don't think that always matters. Mm-hmm. If we look at the match at WrestleMania 8 between Bret... Yeah. The emotion.
0: Oh, it was. Start, I don't know if I,
1: anyone remembers. Go back and watch the match. Uh, Brett gets busted open. Piper has an opportunity to beat him. He grabs the ring bell, holds the ring bell up in the air. He has that right. audience in the palm of his yeah. hands. He's looking round, and then he decides, "No, I'm not going to do it." Yeah. And he I'm loses with be, Honor.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. Mm.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and and and. Just, and and that's the magic of being in that ring. Yeah. Uh, that's lost sometimes, slowing things down. And you hear yeah. all the professionals talk about that slowing things down, letting the crowd absorb mm. what's going on.
0: It's like you said the, uh, Yeah, the emotion in that match is sky high. Again, that goes down to the commentary team as well. They were magnificent. I mean, it was just it was it was of an era for wrestling that had. So much heart and soul to it. Yeah, it was which, Bobby and you know, Gorilla. Yeah. And and I love Bobby the Brain. <laughs> it's just brilliant. But um that that's always going to be my favourite match with Piper. It it had everything.
1: A little clue going up on the Facebook page that has a little bit to do with the trivia question that is coming next week.
0: Stay tuned. Yep. And stay focused on our social media pages. Okay, right, so we Your g- second choice
1: is... The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Who? The Heartbreak no. Kid, Never heard Shawn of him. Michaels. Never heard of him. Is he a big star? Cool. <laughs> for, for me, if it wasn't for Shawn Michaels, you wouldn't have had an attitude era. Very true. Very true. Go back and look at 1995 to 1996, where you lose Bret Hart... Mm-hmm. He goes off and does that cowboy show after WrestleMania, after the yeah, hour, yeah, yeah. after the Iron Man match. Yeah, you lose Diesel, Runs Kevin up. Nash, and then you lose Razor to WCW, Hall, however, however you want to call him. And all in this time, you have Shawn Michaels carrying carrying the yeah carrying the yeah, bag. I really, it. I mean, it, who on earth? Would have been able to keep everything going. Yeah. See, so
0: we, we before before we started recording. We did sit down and, and discuss this. So our, our responses to each other, we, we knew what we knew what was coming. But and we did talk about this for some
1: time. It, the the it's, thing with Shawn Michaels is is that in '96 he was on an absolute another level. Oh yeah. Go yeah. back and watch his matches. His timing. His fluidness he's, in the ring.
0: is well, he had, the, he had he had charisma.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone. Mm? You know the way that he was portrayed, he kind of looked. He kind of looked gay, didn't he? Let's, let's be honest. For the, <laughs> let's be honest. We're not. We're not. We're not homophobic here. They dolled him up.
0: Yeah, to look as feminine I mean, as possible. I
1: mean, he wasn't a big hit with the actual male demographic, really. But if you look at his in-ring work... Yeah. How he carried that period where there was no one. There was literally no one. Like you said earlier, all all the top guys were gone. All the top guys of that era who they had built as the new generation. Yeah. You had Kevin Nash. You had Scott Hall. The clique, basically. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But... Without them, so out of curiosity, who?
0: Because you are. I would. I would like to state this for the record. James is like Wikipedia when it comes to to, to wrestling. I'm a fanboy. This man is Wikipedia.
1: Who was left at that time? I mean, what from a babyface and heel standpoint? I mean, Either right. Any, you, yeah. You, you've you've got an up and coming Triple H. You've got an up and coming Mankind right. Right. Uh, you've got the one, two, three kids. He's still there, sat. So, really? Yeah, he's still hmm. there, but he's turned heel and he's about to go. He's about to go to WCW. You've got Owen Hart. You've got the British Bulldog. You've got Vader.
0: yep Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. No, I remember that.
1: Yeah, the incident with them too. What you've got to look at, guys, and I'm not trying to sell you on this, this is my personal opinions. I don't care if you agree with it or not, quite frankly. We're Uh, all
0: entitled to our own opinions. This is just ours, but we would like to hear what yours are.
1: After he has the Iron Man match, Mm -hmm. he has a no-holds-barred match, I think it is, uh, in your house. Let's test my memory. It's Under in your now, yeah. Under pressure now, fucking hell. I think I've, it's. I've bigged, I've bigged you. I think it's un, I think, <laughs> and everyone's probably going to look now. I think it's in your house seven. And go look this quick. I think it's. I think it's in your house seven, and it's good friends, better enemies. He has an absolutely unbelievable match with Diesel. Unbelievable match. Go back and watch I don't that think match. I've that. It's fantastic. Oh, it's the one where at one point Michaels goes through the table and there's a false leg involved. Oh, do you remember yes. that? It's Mad Dog for Sean's yeah. leg? Yeah, yeah, no, I, and, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, watched that. It's yeah. a fantastic match. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah then soon, then so. we move yeah. forward. The British Bulldog is not the greatest draw. as a Fantastic two matches. I think it's In Your House 8. Yeah. And then he goes on to King of the Ring. Steve Austin's in the background, remember, at the moment. He's only just beginning to become Stone Cold. Oh, so, so he's not there right, yet. Right, right. right, right. Uh, and Jesus. then you've got Mankind, mm-hmm. Mind Games. Mm, one yeah, of the most underrated one, matches, matches. Ever. It is See, unbelievable. Uh, again, go back and watch that. I think it's in your house ten.
0: As, again, as we me, me and James discussed this before uh, before we started recording. Um and as i no doubt you'll hear me say this many, many, many times, and I'm pretty sure every topic that we cover, my my choice is gonna have a mankind or a dude yeah. love or a cat. Well I jam.
1: think that my I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm the same. I yeah. there's very little of Mick Foley that I didn't enjoy. Uh, yeah. I can't think of a match that didn't entertain me. Yeah. I can think of one, which was a triple threat match. I believe at, it was a cage match. And I think it was either, at, I want to say, Breakdown right, or Judgment Day in 1998. And it was Ken Shamrock and The Rock. And so, I, I didn't really I enjoy that match. I'm so. about, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's the only match so, I can think of in my head.
0: Uh, but yeah, like, like you said, Mind Games, Mankind, and this was Mankind when he was a heel. That match is it's insane because you've got two
1: completely it's, different it's, styles. It's chaotic. Yeah. It, it, Michaels, I think what everyone has to remember is Michaels is a small guy mm. and he's so talented that when he's in that ring, You don't think of him as a small guy. Yeah. You imagine a Rey Mysterio going up against a Psycho Sid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a Diesel. Yeah. I'm not so Obviously, Rey Mysterio's smaller than Shawn Michaels, but not by much. No. Then we go in to the Attitude Era. Mm -hmm. The originator with Triple H of DX, the originator of that... Yeah. Easily
0: one of the greatest stables of all time. Then he goes away.
1: Entertaining stable of all time, that's for sure. Then he goes away. He returns four years later Mm -hmm. and comes back at SummerSlam 2002 and has one of the greatest matches ever on his return after four years. A street fight, unsanctioned, Mm -hmm. with Triple H. It is an unbelievable match. Unbelievable. Going on to WrestleMania 19. Remember, longevity. We haven't even talked about 1994 and the <laughs> Razor Ramon. Is that
0: ladder oh, match. That is, yeah.
1: oh. But <laughs> let's move on. WrestleMania 19. You've got The Rock and Austin on that show. You've got Hogan and Vince on that show. He steals the show with Chris Jericho. Oh, it is God, a stunning yeah. match. He goes on, has a... In the next WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20, he has a stunning match with Benoit and Triple H, Mm. which doesn't obviously get talked about that much now. Yeah. Moving on from there, he goes on and he has the match with Kurt Angle, which is one of the greatest matches of all time. I'm so glad you brought that up. That is out of this world. Here's my argument I'm turning you and I. Right? Uh, 22. Vince is old Vince has never been good in the ring he has the greatest match with Vince at 22 was that the uh, street, fight? street fight that's it Yeah. it's the one when he jumps off the fucking great ladder it's yeah, about yeah, 20 foot
0: elbow straight when he's yeah, in and the, he trash, the can. trash can on right. on you. Yeah. it's a
1: great match it
0: it's brilliant
1: and then, and then moving on from there I'm sorry I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan <laughs> yeah you want to write all this down uh, 23 he is in the main event. He schools John Cena through mm-hmm. that match. It is stunning. Oh, yeah. Moving on to yeah. 24, he carries Ric Flair. Some oh, that, people say the greatest oh, of all time we, in an emotional match, in a retirement match. He does the famous,
0: I love, I love you. you. I'm sorry. And then that is, that is, we're, we're, just, Ric we're Ric Flair, just, just going. Emotional moment. Yeah.
1: We're just going on WrestleMania here, guys. Then you to feel- finish his career he has the probably his best matches against the Undertaker. Ah,
0: oh, see, that this is the point I was waiting for you to get to. Yeah. That that build up.
1: Yeah. He know. he has
0: was it- started off with the elimination chamber? Or
1: Well the first one was just a normal match. The first one was it was sort of built as Sean was the light and The Undertaker was dark. dark Do you remember yeah, yeah, the, yeah, he yeah, come yeah. down with the light? Yeah, that's uh, right. He he came down dressed as the Undertaker, but in white as his entrance. Yeah, that's it. the second one was the retirement. That's it. And he yeah. and the Undertaker refused to fight him, and he got desperate. He got, it, desperate. Yeah, he it, he got yeah, desperate. He tried yeah. to
0: pee him off as much as physically possible yeah. to the point where he went, "Fine, you want it, you got yeah. it."
1: And then and then you move uh, the Undertaker is straight versus career, and the Undertaker wins. Yeah, the Undertaker was my other choice, even in this match. And then, and, and all interlinked, yeah. Somehow. See? I'll tell you what, my my number one is unoriginal But Don't worry, mate. Uh, you've ruined one of my other picks, so you know what's coming next. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I've said enough about Shawn Michaels. Love him or hate him, which a lot of people hate him. He was a pain in the ass early on. Mm-hmm. You cannot deny talent. So much, much, like
0: what you said about Punk. When I said he's a marmite, you love him or hate him. I'll be honest with Michaels. I'm in the middle on that one. I, yeah, I, I
1: think just, I think he's got a legacy where, and I think he was aware of that when he came yeah. back that he had a deplorable legacy oh, yeah, of yeah. backstage politicking yeah. and just being a complete and utter arsehole to people.
0: Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, it's quite well documented that the whole, you know, the click.
1: But at the same time, I just want to say this: Does Hulk Hogan not have that legacy?
0: Oh, let's not even go there. Let's let's save that for another.
1: one. I'm just saying. You no, know, no, because, I know.
0: It. I totally get that. I you really know, do. I mean, I think the only the only
1: does big, the Ultimate Warrior not have that legacy?
0: Sorry. There's very the 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 only massive issue I ever had with Shawn Michaels, and I am a massive fan of him when he was in WCW, was Vader. Yeah. And we all know that Vader was a stiff jobber. A I, stiff I, I, I'm
1: not a fan of Vader's work because I, I, I know that he took liberties with people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah, see, I, again, I will see both sides of it. And I'd have loved to have seen him have a
1: massive I, I know what I know where you're going to go with this. You're going to yeah. go where uh, apparently buried Vader yeah. at... I'm not so I'm not too sure.
0: How true that is, I don't yeah, know I, but that's, with all the heat that he got in the early days with the click
1: and That's why I'm the saying art. he's always gonna have to yeah. deal with that sort of situation. Controversy follows controversy. Absolutely. And that's the major issue there. So, okay, so I'm done with Shawn Michaels. Right.
0: I'll Mr.
1: WrestleMania, by the way, remember guys? <laughs> you just had the whole rundown.
0: <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania. Yep. So And uh, as we all know, uh, this is my final pick. My number one absolute favourite wrestler of all time, still is to this day, always (laughs) has been as a kid, is Mick Foley.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, I have to to say, he is not on my list because I knew that Stu was going to pick him. Shame on you. (laughs) It's as simple as that.
0: I mean, what can you say? This is a man who put his heart, soul and body... As we all know, on the line, in as many different continents as physically possible. I mean, if if any of you have never seen the work he did in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it is amazing. What it's we, absolutely amazing. The what work, are we
1: talking about? We talk about the death match. Yes. Okay.
0: His death match. Ugh, sorry, his death match work was fantastic. His work as Cactus Jack in WCW, which is the first time I ever saw a glimpse of, uh, of Mick Foley on a TV screen back in the days of, what was it, on ITV at two o'clock in the morning. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad used to tape that for me.
0: I know, because I even got Didn't, my, didn't you used
1: didn't, to come around and fucking watch it? Yeah.
0: I was to a point where my mum and stepdad finally bought a VHS because that is how old we are. And I started getting my mum and my stepdad to record it for me and my stepdad used to sit and watch it with me a little bit.
1: I, I remember back then, <laughs> right? This is this is how sometimes we have to remember how we were as kids. My favourite wrestler back then was heavy metal Van Hammer. I do can't you remember, remember him? Remember him. He used to come down with uh, like a fucking guitar and stuff, and he his finishing move was he used to bounce them off the ropes and do a suplex. No. So you used to put someone up in a suplex, bounce them off of the ropes, and then suplex them. I don't them. even remember. I know
0: I've seen that move before, but I don't recognise that name at all.
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's just well, how a, things affect you as a kid. That's a YouTube video for later. Okay. But see, I mean, in that- it's not fucking good, mate. <laughs> well, thanks for building that up yeah. for them.
0: But yeah, my that's my my earliest recollection of McFadyen as a kid. Uh, I mean God we must have been 8, nine, ten years old possibly at that time is seeing him on WCW don't even know what that show would have been called I don't remember but I do remember a show straight after it called Get Stuffed
1: <laughs> yeah I had that on I had that on one of my tapes didn't I yeah do you remember that it used to have this really weird shit on at night yep. sorry to go on a tangent yeah. guys but back <laughs> Back in the day, they used to, like... Nighttime TV wasn't repeats. It was, like, really bad. Yeah. What you would call... Sort of like American cable access. It was like, it was, it was like a cookery show. Yeah, they, the, the guy got nettles, didn't yeah. he? And fucking blended like, them up. It was and like made a cookery a show
0: for piss heads.
1: Yeah, it was two, fucking three crap. A... So, was... base,
0: base, the basis of this show was... I don't know how we... I, I, apologize I remember I getting it. off of it.
1: Yeah, I remember it as topic. well. No, we're reminiscing ourselves, so...
0: <laughs> was... Yeah, and they had it's like the world's worst intro music which just consisted of them going get stuffed.
1: Yeah! I can't fucking remember. I remember we had I remember it was taped after WCW yeah. and we watched that more than the fucking so, wrestling show. All I, used was to so do was,
0: all I used to do was just get, you know, a couple of guys who were blatantly, Oh, what can we cook at two in the morning when we're drunk? And that's it. That was literally it and it was quite possibly some of the worst looking food ever. Anyway, this
1: get, this <laughs> one was that one was <laughs> Nell's He went out that. and he he went out and he. I am like, pretty sure I saw one with dog food. Fuck, nice! I can't <laughs> remember.
0: Anyway, getting back to it, my love of McFoley is just magnificent. He is. I, I if ever I got the chance to meet the guy, I'm pretty sure I would fanboy the hell out of him and just hug him and go, "I love you." I have met so much you. Bastard, <laughs> you ass! <arse. laughs> <sighs> well, that's just ruined everything for me. Sorry, that's all right.
1: You know, I've got his no, little girl. Yes,
0: basically. I know. I've seen it, and I'm massively jealous. <laughs> he's, uh he, he, to me, he's just. I, I think what my love stems from McFauli of is is the greatest underdog ever. You know, prime example is.
1: Be careful where you go with it, because remember the next topic. I just want to say that I'm not in the least on your back. Right. In my opinion, <laughs> I know, I know, I know <laughs> that, that 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 can that can be an argument. That's very all. true. Very yeah. true.
0: In my opinion, that is. In my opinion, I think he's the world's greatest. ELO, you know, he's he's the world's best wrestling underdog. Um, he's he's even said it himself on his uh. Greatest Hits and Misses DVD. I love. That. You know, I love. There's a segment on there where he's comparing a video of himself in his early days jumping off the uh, ring apron to drop a big elbow through. Oh yeah. And he's in. The, you know, as he says, I'm in the best condition of my life. And then, like eight or nine years later, he does the same and just goes, "Look at Foley go," and barely makes it. I don't care. I love the guy. He's brilliant. He's not, you know, a stereotypical wrestler to look at. He's not one of these big, muscly guys. And that's not to doubt his fitness levels at all because his matches were enduring.
1: Is that missing today? Massively. Yeah.
0: Massively. He is one of the greatest minds, creative minds in wrestling. You know, I know not everyone loves the character, but, you know, dude love. I do. I think he's brilliant. You know. It's it's just fantastic. You look at the different comparisons of characters he's done. Mankind, for a prime example, started off as a heel and it got to the point where the crowd absolutely adored him and he became one of the biggest faces of that Attitude Era. Not the biggest face, but the bigot, one of the biggest faces. And even to the point where we go back to, as we were talking about earlier, with the whole WCW thing making the biggest career balls up ever of announcing that Mankind wins... The title against the Rock.
1: Poor Tony Schiavone. Oh, wow. That was an Eric Bischoff call.
0: Absolutely, and it was a it was a career killer.
1: Mm. I, I have nothing to add to this. By the way, I totally agree. Mm. I totally agree. I, could, I, I if anything, I could add to it. I mean, it's you know. The promos, Kane Dewey. Oh, uh, mate! I've from I'd ECW, sweat. Tommy Dreamer. There he is, yeah. Kane Dewey written down. The, to, the Tommy Dreamer oh, that is uh, promos. So emotional.
0: He, you know, yeah, he,
1: he's, he's just he, he, and like I said earlier, entertainment factor. Yeah. When you watch his matches, you're never bored. No. You always want to see him. You and know. And it isn't just hardcore stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that's what he gets so intertwined with. Like, oh, he's a hardcore legend. All he could do was be a stuntman. That is absolute <sighs> bollocks. Go back and watch his matches with Steve Austin I in th- 1998.
0: And I, I absolutely could not agree more. Could not agree more. And I love the Kane Dewey promo. I do. It is, in my opinion, it is the best promo he ever did. I watched my second favourite one yesterday, which was the build-up. To um, the Royal Rumble street fight with Triple H, when he unveiled...
1: Ah, oh, when uh, Mankind when, was hit with the ring bell. Yeah,
0: when they had the fake Mankind in the ring with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. They built up...
1: I think you know the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was built up yeah. fantastically. And That's what's honest,
1: missing today.
0: I will be honest, I did not see that coming. Because I never, in a million years, thought I'd ever see a day where Cactus Jack is brought in as a main character for WWF. Because he, like, that character is just wild, absolutely wild. And like, and again, Mick Foley had mentioned it on his uh on his DVD. You know, I think you know his name. Ripped the shirt open. He said Triple H could have buried me by going.
1: No, what? Triple H made it. Oh, Triple H made it in the ring. Another person who's seriously underrated. Oh, massively,
0: massively! That his promos were, you know, unbelievable. His match, his, his matches. I'm, I'm, I'm gushing at the moment. I'm, am genuinely getting so excited about talking about him. I love his work. <laughs> Everything he's done is just, you know, the whole three faces of Foley. That build up was. It's just. A, it's insane. Can you imagine being the backstage crew and they're going, I've got an idea for a segment. What are we are going to do? Where well, we're going to get Mankind and Dude Love sat in the room and we're going to talk about introducing someone else who, Cactus Jack. Uh Stop right there, Mick. That's all three of you. Yeah, make it
1: work. Amazingly. And Brilliant. And I'm not a massive fan of this individual. That was a Vince Russo idea. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Shocker, isn't it? So he does have some good ideas. Or one. Well... As long as he's got a filter, I
0: suppose. <laughs> Jesus. Which you mean like someone hitting the buzzer going, "Bullshit! Stop! Stop!"
1: Yeah. And
0: anyway, less said about that tit, the better. To be fair. Okay, so, so I go yeah.
1: on to my number one, do I?
0: Oh, go for it! Right? I'm, 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 I, I, I'm gushed all out over <laughs> Mick Foley. I, I can't, I could talk about him for hours, but by all means, you're number one of all time. Your favorite
1: of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Come on, guys. <laughs> good choice, very good. And choice. again, I I'm not going to spend too much time on this because his career, you know, it, it it's most every yeah everybody knows, and I'm just going to make a few arguments for him here don't have to be an encyclopedia to see this stone cold Steve Austin was the only individual that they could never turn heel yeah. Yeah. he was loved In, so yeah. much yeah. and so over that they were doing things like I mean I don't think they showed this anymore I know that it's not on the network but I remember they were trying to get over so much that him and Triple H give mm. Lita twenty chair shots yeah. in the middle of the ring, and people were cheering it. Yeah, him. oh, because god. it was Austin yeah. doing it. They were just cheering it. They so were like that, going crazy. Power Trip, yeah, yeah, the two man power trip. Oh god, yeah, I'd forgotten all about that. When, when no wonder her
0: back of her neck fucked.
1: I mean, people oh. talk about Hogan and yes, Hogan, longevity. him. You've got to give him <laughs> <gotta> his <laughs> due. I, I, I'm, I'm the same. Oh. I'm, I'm not a mega fan, not, but you got to oh,
0: give him his I'm, I'm not a fan at but all. But
1: Steve Austin universally oh, God, yeah. is the most over... WWE superstar of all time or WWF
0: superstar of all time. And who'd have thought one of the best podcasters of all time as well?
1: It's because he's so damn entertaining and people love him so much. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Every time that glass smashes, the crowds Ah. go absolutely mental. He could come down and do anything, literally anything, and everyone would accept
0: it. Here's one question for you. When the glass shatters, do you prefer the original music or the disturbed version?
1: I prefer the disturbs, and I think the reason yes. it was changed yes. was because of the heel turn. Oh, right. I think that was the reason. It's the only reason that I can think of. Do you know what? I've, he I've, turned at 17, didn't he? And he, yeah, he had I've the said. music on the return. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I was thinking about putting The Rock into this list, okay? Now... When you look at someone who has it all, as they say, The Rock, for me, is always second to Steve Austin. Now, you go down and look at the Attitude Era, and most people, I think, who were growing up in the Attitude Era or watched the Attitude Era would agree it was one of the greatest times, if not Mm -hmm. the greatest time in wrestling, the Monday Night Wars, everything like that. Your number one guy was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame by Vince McMahon, the only person to ever be inducted by him. Really? Yep. I didn't know. Who that. turned round and admitted Shit. at the end of the speech, "Surely he has to be the greatest WWE superstar of all time." <sighs> Argument done. The fuck do you expect me to put on the end of that? <laughs> <laughs> that's just pissed
0: was no. just pissed over my three straight
1: away <laughs> i'm not i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna say too much <sighs> guys if you haven't seen stone
0: jesus if, if there's people out there that have no idea who stone cold is or have ever seen his work jesus where have you been living
1: guys if you've never seen stone cold's earlier work the Vince McMahon and Austin feud. Even the 2003 Raw General Manager run where yeah. he didn't even wrestle. Yeah. Watch his yeah. stuff. He is over like a motherfucker, as he says. He is the number one for me, so in my, my opinion. My earliest recollection of of Steve Austin is the Hollywood,
0: uh, Hollywood blonde.
1: Yeah, well... The reason I say Stone Cold Steve Austin is because obviously you have Stunning stunning Steve Austin. (laughs) He begins his career actually in Dallas. He begins his career in the USWA, I think it was called. And his wife is English. Jeannie? Yeah. Lady Blossom? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Right. Shit. He was trained you know, by new every day. Yeah, he was trained by Chris Adams, gentleman Chris Adams. Wow. Who was the ex-husband of Lady Blossom. Wow. They ended up getting in a feud and she was involved. It was really strange.
0: See, I, I definitely wasn't wrong when I said to you are oh, Wikipedia filly, so <laughs> I, like I, me,
1: no, I, I'm not gonna am I'm, I'm not gonna say anything, you know. I, I mean The thing is, if you're that big of a nerd, (laughs) I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest.
0: (laughs) There are worse things in life to be a nerd over, to be fair. Yep. Way worse things.
1: Okay, so that is our top three. Please, on Facebook, guys, tell us your top three. We are not doing a Mount Rushmore here.
0: Oh God, no.
1: no! We're not we're not arguing with you that they are the best and they're the best of all time of yeah. everything. It's, it's personal; it's
0: just our personal mm. picks. We're and, not stating that these guys, my guys, are better than James's guys or James's I, guys better than mine.
1: And I could have been an arsehole here, and I could have put Bruno Martino, Pedro Morales. <laughs> we could have gone for the superstar obvious. Billy Graham. Yeah. I could have gone with all those people, but I didn't. I went for my oh. honest opinions. You mean you weren't going to pick Shopmaster? Oh, I love the Shopmaster. <laughs> he was fucking awesome, mate. I tell you what, that was Davey Boy's greatest hour. You know, he goes, he fell on his fucking ass. Have you heard that in the background? It's so fucking good. Oh, God. Okay, right. so we are on to our next topic. We have gone on for bloody ages, and I'm going to cut this out because I'm just talking to my co-host here, but oh, we could, right. have, we could think, have just done I'm that. Think,
0: genuinely, I'd keep it all in. It's running fine. I'm yeah. loving it. It's okay. raw. It's See raw. See where square. I went okay. See okay.
1: where I went. Yeah. Right. Right. So we will. Next, so, do you want to it? You I mean. uh, let's, let's Let's be a little bit... I mean, I'm not going to go with knowledge as much on this. I'll start with this one. Our next topic, guys... Is the best Royal Rumble matches. Now, that could be a match from a pay-per-view or, you know what I mean, an yeah. actual pay-per-view match, like like a championship match. Yeah. yeah. Or it could be the actual match itself.
0: Or, yeah. yeah. So basically what we're looking at is an individual match from the Royal Rumble or the actual Royal Rumble itself or the whole pay-per-view itself.
1: Yep. And, there I, we go. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to start because we were talking about this before, and I cannot split. So I, I've gone I've gone traditional. This, I've gone for this real, a proper hard decision. Yeah, you this. So I, I've gone for the real rumble match that I actually love the most. Yeah, and I've gone for the pay per view as a whole that I love the most. So the mm-hmm. Two different ones: 1992 real rumble for yeah. me. The build up. The title being on the line. Who was that between for the listeners? What the Royal Rumble yeah, match? No, no, the, the, the title. The title being on the line was oh, in the Christ, Royal sorry. Rumble. Of
0: course, it was. Yeah. Idiot. So
1: the build up, the shock of Ric Flair winning at number three, mm. the lineup of Hall of Famers in there. You go back, Nikolai Volkov. Iron Sheik is in there. You've got Randy Savage, Jake Roberts. You've got at number one and two coming out, the British Bulldog and the Million Dollar Man. That's Jesus. number one and two coming out, God, followed that's... by Ric Flair. Jesus, there are many of
0: them left now, And then at in. number
1: six, oh. at number six. And by the way, tell the listeners, have I got any notes?
0: No, unfortunately. At
1: number six <laughs> coming out... <laughs> It's the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels making his debut as a heel as a, yeah, yeah, yeah. after throwing Giannetti through the, barber through the shop barbershop window. You, it, it's its just a fantastic rumble. And as a young kid watching it, the title being on the line with the title being vacated, yeah. you had the build-up from Tuesday at Texas. That's right. That's the, it's just fantastic. I'm, the only thing I'm going to do, I'm not going to ruin any more of it, Just go back and watch it. It's a fantastic rumble.
0: Ironic that you should pick that because that is the first ever WWF VHS I got. Yeah. I got that as a Christmas present.
1: It's a fantastic rumble and I think it's on many people's lists as the top real rumble. Uh, My second one, these two were really close and the reason I went with both is because I just couldn't separate them. I watched both pay-per-views and I just couldn't separate these two. Uh, 2001, 2001's Real Rumble. Yeah. It's absolutely sensational. And on top of that, with the Real Rumble, the actual card itself, you start off with Edge and Christian versus the Dudley boys in a tag team title match. You then have which I've seen come up on the Facebook page, you have the fantastically underrated ladder oh. match between Benoit and Jericho. You then have China and Ivory, which is a bit of a throwaway. But after yeah. that, you have a really intriguing match between two heels in Triple H and Kurt Angle, which is fantastic. Stephanie gets involved with Trish. It's yeah. when Trish is uh, having an affair with Vince. Yeah, Do you remember right. all that? Yeah, and, she and was the- going through a very under... Underused. Yeah. Just as a um manager. And then the Rumble itself, you have the Rock and Austin at the height of their fame, really. Yeah. And they're both in the Rumble. You kinda know that Austin's probably gonna win, but yeah. there's there's at least five other people that can win this Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. The Undertaker in yeah. there, there's Rikishi in there. There's Kane in there who oh, has an I'm umbel- so glad you said that. who has an unbelievable rumble, and as a big man, he's in there for nearly an hour, yeah, breaking the record. And I still has he still got that record. No, he hasn't. But oh, I, I I'm sorry, I still give it to so. him. Mm. Over that performance, he was stunning in that rumble. It was brilliant. Back when Kane was Did I say Rikishi? Oh. I did say Rikishi. Yeah, yeah, so Rikishi, Rikishi yeah. was in there. This was at the time when Rikishi was the person who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. He comes in at <laughs> number 30. Which is the best impression I've ever heard by The Rock for.
0: I did it for The Rock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the original God. idea, by the way, was that it was supposed to be Shawn Michaels. He wasn't ready to return because of drug problems. Uh, didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. I. I that rumble is amazing. You have a hardcore section in the middle. We always have a bit of boredom in rumbles. Sometimes they can be very unimpressive in the middle sections. They cover was, that up with a brilliant uh, hardcore section where... Was
0: this the Royal Rumble where... Was it one of the members of Tai.
1: No, that's two thousand. You're talking about the one when uh, I think it's Tucker goes over, and gets really injured. Oh, that, yeah, right. Oh, I thought. I like... mean, we laugh and they kept replaying that, but he was seriously <laughs> fucking was so injured. In
0: he looked funny as hell to start with, but then the more
1: they showed it, you're like, Jesus. Now, if you watch it back now, you, it's, it's fucking horrendous. That's it on his face. I know.
0: It's not even like just a sight. And,
1: and immediately, oh. if you go back and watch that, that's the real Rumble two thousands. It's the two Japanese guys who keep coming in. Uh, basically, he goes <laughs> <It> over was... <laughs> and he doesn't hold the rope, does he? I can't oh. remember who throws him. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's probably Boss Man and Albert because oh. I, am- I remember them being in at that point. But he hits the floor and immediately on the floor, I'm not sure if it's saliva but or blood, but there's an immediate splat of liquid yeah. on the floor. Uh, it's horrendous. So those are my two. And what I, what I suggest to everyone is I'm not going to go too much into those rumbles. Give them a watch. Mm. Simple as that. Give them a watch. They yeah. are fantastic.
0: If, if you've got WWE Network, go on there. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. Or it is. YouTube, and, and you find, you'll YouTube find
1: all of it the, uh, Just to say YouTube during the pandemic with WWE, uh, WWE themselves – have been actually really generous and they've given away a lot of matches. If you go on Fair YouTube, by. you can watch the 1992 Royal Rumble. I know that for a fact. Mm. Fair oh, and by the way, Hogan's in that Rumble. I never mentioned him, did I? Who? Yeah. Who? Never heard of him. Funny, funny bit of trivia, right? If you, if, you do, if you do watch that Rumble, we're talking about 1992. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where Hogan tried to justify throwing Sid over. Do you remember oh, right. he held yeah. on to it and the crowds absolutely shit on it and they mm. dubbed the crowds because the crowd booed Hogan. No way. He he actually the creative they come up with actually turns him heel. Hmm. Okay. But when mm. you listen to it, you'll hear cheering for Hogan. But on the original VHS tapes, he's being booed the fuck out of. Good. Which is <laughs> quite it's just interesting.
0: All
1: yeah. Right. So awesome. Your, your turn, mate.
0: I'm, I'm going to start for these sections again. Next time I'm going to go first because like, you, you're just pissing
1: all over my choices. <laughs> I'm not. You turn, you turn really well, mate. Well, thank you very much. My choice. This is this ain't a pissing contest. We're, we're We're co-hosts. So, my choice.
0: My choice starts on January 13th, 2000. Now... I've not gone for a Royal Rumble pay-per-view, I've not gone for a Royal Rumble itself, I have gone for an individual match within the Royal Rumble 2000, and that is starting on an episode of Smackdown, January 13th, 2000, and it is the promo between Mankind, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and the fake Mankind
1: which is why I give you the cue earlier to oh, stop talking. absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once again, Stewie's gone back to Mankind and Mick Foley and all, everything else to do with Foley. Again, it goes back to, as I stated earlier, man, uh, Mick Foley's promos are uh, 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 second to none. I think he's just absolutely fantastic. But it was a moment going in and building up the street fight of Mankind versus Triple H and Mankind... Deeming himself not worthy to be an opponent. And and I even wrote this down, a direct quote of that promo was the fans deserve a substitute. And I think you know him pretty damn well. Rips off the mask, tears open the shirt, and shouts, His name is Cactus Jack. I think
1: you know the guy.
0: It is fucking awesome.
1: So Ruins, just quickly I'd like to say by the fans who are chanting Rocky Rocky as mm. he's doing it
0: yeah I found that massively disrespectful <laughs> you know, don't you, I know the rock was like the over guy at the time but fuck you this is Mick Foley mm. and Triple H you know so yeah my choice is Royal Rumble 2000 the street fight at Madison Square Garden for the WWF title it's Right, and I'm just going to show this to James. Right, <laughs> I have double underlined it, and it says it gets no better than this. Totally agree. It is a show stopping fight. Totally agree. It's got. I mean, as I, I put I, I, I just
1: notes, want to say as well, just in uh, interjecting, let's give Triple H's props in there.
0: I had every intention, of yeah, on. because it is just
1: Triple H has always been seen by everyone as oh he's the he's the uh, boss's son in law or whatever. he was already fucking over yeah, before he was with Stephanie let one, it's one of the, the, the argument DS, for Christ's
0: sake yeah. he was over you know even when he was going through his Hunter Hearst Helmsley era he was still over mm. you know but um, yeah and, so, and obviously you know tying in for that as well the two of them worked brilliantly against each other. You know, the whole this was in, during his whole cerebral assassin era. He was, you know, he was the game. He was brilliant. He was the best of the best at the time. And probably still will be for generations to come. Mick Foley is not a wrestler in the same style as Triple H. They worked so hard and so well together... And also the fact that Triple H was seriously fucking injured during that match. The pallet.
1: Yeah, a wooden pallet that had split yeah. and impaled his car. Have you ever actually seen that up, guys? Yeah. like a it, bullet wound. Oh, it's fucking it horrendous. So, it's on the VHS
0: tape. So, I don't know if, if, if any of you aren't aware of this. So basically, what happened, there was a segment where, was it before or after Mick was handcuffed?
1: I can't remember All I, I, all I remember it was is Because the, the rock fight, came out Yeah they're fighting in the RY, mm. And I, it's, I think it's quite early fucking on The thing is that match is so good Yeah That I can't actually remember how it goes
0: And it was it, Yeah so basically they were, they were tussling in the aisle way Just as you know This was like the, the stupid Foldy double doors thing That they had during that rumble Which I, I've never understood What they had folded doors It's just it was dumb Well it was but, it,
1: it was fucking sheet metal wasn't it Something like that. It was that stuff that was when it, we were... Like I mean, you, you guys probably won't... This is, this is between me and anyone who's in Sudbury. It's that stuff that Stan Acts online. You know that... <laughs> yeah. You know that corrugated fucking yeah, yeah, metal that stuff that we like, used to run our yeah, hands yeah. across.
0: Makes a... noise when you run your arm across it or something. No, in Sudbury. It's still probably
1: there. Sorry. I know I'm going to get shit for that, but I don't care. fine. Fuck it. I'm leaving it in as well. Good.
0: So... Yeah, it's basically there's a bit of a tussle, and I, I don't know if that piece of the pallet was broken to start with or became broken during a
1: tussle. I think it but was a, sec- broken a section of
0: it sticks up, and he suplexes him over, and it's just it's so
1: sharp. You it see his reaction it. immediately. He he. He holds his hands up, mm. almost like he's doing a bench just like press, the ba- oh, but like I was just yeah, about to say like that. this. I mean, obviously they can't see me, yeah. But, you know, like that, and you can see the pain. His yeah, back yeah, 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 yeah. arches. Oh, yeah. it's it, fucking horrible, it
0: looked awful. And he and that wound was pissing out with blood the whole time. Oh and yeah,
1: there's a good twenty odd minutes afterwards. That's a long match, and that's what I'm saying about uh, Mick Foley and his matches. They're all so entertaining. Yeah. You never think and look at the clock. And You know when you're up late and you watch these fucking yeah, pay-per-views yeah. now? You look at the clock and you think... Yeah, we're looking at the clock looking at the your phone go, oh... You think, oh. when's the main event coming on for <coughs> first? Joel? <coughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah, again, i came back to my notes. And like I've put in here, the promo is a masterpiece. Yeah. Matches are classic. And I've listed off a few things. Thumbtacks. I have never seen so many thumbtacks in one match. That's quite possibly I, the I, biggest I ha- bang I ever have.
1: Week. But it, it's done the it's done the right way.
0: The barbed bar wire two by four, the use of the announce tables, the ring stairs, ring stairs, the handcuffs, and again Triple H impaling his leg on a wooden pallet. And JR's commentary is just
1: fucking brilliant. also one thing that I say which is really really important for me in wrestling in my opinion the handcuffs we have to remember Real yeah. Rumble 99 well, I know exactly where you're going with it so you know I'm not I, well I won't get into it but they were used to, a year earlier yeah oh yeah so the creative thought was there to show we might be going down the same yeah roads here
0: and to correct it
1: Which is funny because literally, if you watch the Royal Rumble, the way is a road. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very true, very true. It's it's
1: a Madison Square Garden, isn't
0: it? The uh, the SmackDown show uh, before was at Madison Square Garden. I think the the two thousand. Check this check this out for us,
1: guys. I think the Royal Rumble was at Madison Square Garden.
0: Definitely was. Yeah, yeah. I did. did It had the taxi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is... Like I said, I, I think it's a classic. It's an absolute classic match. I mean, it was... I'm pretty sure it was how it ended with, obviously, Mick losing. But it didn't end there. I love it. Absolutely love it. And again, it's just... The ferociousness of the match itself is just... It's brutal. It's not the longest match in the world, but the... The back and forth between Triple H and mankind and obviously Stephanie as well trying to get involved in it. it's 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 unbelievable. Uh, I I don't know what more I can say about it. Like I've said earlier, I'm I'm quite possibly one of the biggest Mick Foley fans. I absolutely adore his work and I know so many people will always state that his best match will always be the hell in a cell. With the Undertaker, and obviously the iconic moments of him being thrown off the cage, being thrown through the cage, the damage that was done to his body was just unbelievable, and the fact that he still kept getting up and coming after him is just unheard of. But the stamina that Triple H and Mick Foley had during that street fight is it's amazing and it's back and forth the whole time you know the counter movements between Mick and Triple
1: H is it's fucking brilliant it's absolutely brilliant I just want to interlude because we are going to keep this in and we are going to keep this in raw even if we make mistakes or however this comes out we are going to keep this in raw I just want to applaud my co-host Stu for doing such a fucking fantastic job (laughs) of carrying on while I needed to go for a piss break (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I think we've gone away was with that, that piss,
1: I'm telling you I needed to go thank you very much fantastic, fantastic much. job I could hear you from up there oh cheers brilliant well done so that's
0: yeah that's that's me done for my you know favourite Raw Rumble pick I think our next segment is well let's, let's we're gonna
1: let's just say to everyone out oh, there oh yeah 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 please on Facebook on our page let us know Let us know what your favourite Rumble matches are, the Rumble itself. We've got
0: a Facebook page. We're on Twitter as well, which is Top Turnbuckle Podcast. We're on Instagram also at Top Turnbuckle Podcast. We're on as many social media platforms as we physically can be. And also, I would just like to do a very big thank you. Three things. One to James for setting up all the logos and the organisation of our intros That's and totally everything. fine, mate. Absolutely fucking amazing. I, you know, it, it's been brilliant. Um, I'd also like to give a quick shout out to Rob, very good friend, and Billy as well. Fantastic followers of the podcast. Every time we post something on there, we'll always have a comment from Rob Shepherd. Thank you ever so much. And we've always had comments and likes from both him and Billy Morgan. Thank you very much guys. Thank you. This is what we this is this is the feedback and you know the enjoyment that we're getting from this. Not only is it a nostalgic thing for us, it's just nice to be able to reach out to other people that have got the same, you know, that get the same enjoyments out of all this, you know, young, old, new or old school fans. It's 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 an absolute pleasure to do this. So thanks for your support.
1: Yeah, and that goes for me as well. And thank you to you as well for doing the uh, social media. Oh, no, because you have no, done not. a fantastic job with the social media. Cheers. I, I, I'm doing really the other side. You we are the is, tech guy. Yeah, like the fucking <laughs> tech guy. I don't, we, we've got a microphone here and we don't even know if it's fucking on.
0: <laughs> we're fine now, <laughs> We we're, we're just free. shooting the shit,
1: guys. We are not... Doing this professionally. We are doing yeah. this for it's the love of fun. it. It's we are doing fun. it to reminisce and also to have a good time with you guys. We appreciate every comment.
0: Yeah, massively.
1: There's no stigma about any comments yeah, or anything like that. We don't need to, uh, somebody to contradict yeah. and act like they're a dickhead in the fucking Facebook page, Everyone's- honestly everyone's got their
0: opinion and we're not going to dislike you for it we're not going to slag you off for it we embrace everything yeah I mean even
1: if you fucking like Dawn Marie or fucking what's the name Eva Eva Marie Marie. who no Dawn Marie Dawn Marie was in ECW I got the wrong name but I still fucking got a wrestler I I knew what you meant I knew what you meant (laughs) Sorry, Wilson, <laughs> she had a feud with her. It was a oh, really yeah. sexual fucking feud. It involved their dad. Oh, yeah. That's really fucking oh, that was creepy. Yeah, it was fucking weird. The, dad, the oh, dad died. Yeah. Do you remember that? It's yeah. fucking weird. Anyway,
0: uh, our next topic going on from the Rumble, because I'm saving our bit of a heated one for afterwards, which is our last last one. Our heated. next. Well, not heated, but. You I wouldn't know, say heated. Not, yeah, heat is probably the wrong word, but quite a serious conversation so our next one obviously as we're recording this we're only days away from the Royal Rumble we know this isn't going to go out before the Rumble is not physically possible but what we're going to talk about next
1: it is might, uh, just stop Tom? you it might be it might, oh, it be. might. It it might. might. Oh, okay we are new to this guys <laughs> and if we can get it out one of us is partially tech
0: savvy the other one's a fucking idiot.
1: Are you, take, um, are you partially taking you partially No, I'm, I'm the idiot. I'm the fucking I'm, idiot. I'm,
0: you know, all right, we're, we're, both f- idiots, all right so. we're
1: both fucking idiots. All right, <laughs> we're both fucking idiots. yeah. Well, I, I'm all right with that. <laughs> fucking troll the yeah, shit out so of I couldn't give a shit.
0: Our next topic is we are going to talk about the upcoming Rumble. Yeah. Um. Quite frankly, the actual individual singles matches or tag matches, I couldn't give a toss.
1: No, I'm I can't. Not... I mean, the only the only thing that comes into uh, there's there's one in particular really for me mm. that comes in, and that's the Lesnar and Lashley one. Yeah. Depending yeah, yeah. on what happens in the Rumble later. Yeah, yeah. i mean, I'm I'm oh, I'm, oh, I'm not
0: I'm not as we discussed earlier. Well, I'm not massively impressed with this with this year's Rumble. Is,
1: is RK Bro versus Alpha? No, are yeah, oh, they?
0: I, I can't even remember. Fuck, fuck knows. If if they
1: are, I oh, really am I not impressed by the spelling bee that's fucking going on. No. Raw <sighs> And all that crap.
0: Oh, less said about that crap, the better. Yeah,
1: and all that sort so, of thing.
0: So basically, what we're going to do now is uh, our next topic. We're going to cover our predictions for the Women's Royal Rumble and the Men's Royal Rumble.
1: i tell you what we can do. Mm-hmm. Let's give our predictions on what we think they're going to do. Yes, and then let's give our predictions on what we would do. Right,
0: okay, yeah. I'll, oh, I like that. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, good. Nice little mix there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but otherwise,
1: we're going to well, yes, otherwise, yes. we're just going to get fucking miserable. Yeah, we? Uh, yeah. We, we pretty much know where
0: it's going. <laughs> but Believe me, we before we started recording, we had a proper what half hour forty minute bunt about this this rumble. Yeah, it's we both come to the conclusion it's a bit shit. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a bit shit.
1: I mean, let's be honest, they've booked themselves into a corner, especially on the male side of the uh, event. I mean, I'll start, you know, there's only really one place that they're probably going to go and we're either going to have Reigns or Lesnar win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because the problem is with the creative at the moment is if you... Make someone so powerful, yeah. you've got nowhere to go. Like, I've seen a lot of talk for Owens winning it and things like that. There is no way that, I mean, I can bring a match into it, there is no way that Seth is going in to WrestleMania as the champion, surely. Do you agree with that? Yeah,
0: no, I, I do there's, agree, yeah.
1: There's no way. It's going to be Roman.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to be yeah. Roman. How, how can you build him to beat everybody?
0: Yeah. And then, Which
1: is what they've done, and then yeah. have him not champion at WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. the only spanner in the works, this is what I think they're going to do. I think that the Usos are going to interfere <coughs> in the... Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> fucking literally, mate. I think the Usos are going to interfere in the Lesnar match. Yeah, and it's I think the down, that
0: the downside of that is, and and you can see it coming.
1: But that makes sense if they're yeah. going to do the rumble yeah. with Lesnar winning, mm-hmm. because then he goes after Roman because he's lost the title. He can't, he it, can't it lose that, clean.
0: It, yeah, it frees that title up because you
1: you built them up so
0: big. I know the fans are going, oh, it's going to be champion versus champion at Mania. That's it, bullshit. Why? We're going to do unify both titles and we go back to one heavyweight title again per, between two shows?
1: No. Well, you always have to stop the brand split. Well, yeah. Which,
0: again, just causes another problem.
1: I mean, I'm up for that, to be honest, oh, if I'm honest up, with yeah.
0: you. I'm, I'm not overly really keen on the idea. The,
1: the, the thing is, they need direction there and they need to sort things out. <laughs> they need writers. Yeah. <laughs> so, my prediction for the men's Royal Rumble guys is Brock Lesnar... It's not what I would do. I think they've booked themselves into a corner. I think both Roman and Lesnar are too powerful for right. everyone else in the... I mean, let's put it this way. If you go with Kevin Owens winning the Rumble or AJ Styles, have they not already been beaten?
0: Yeah. what well, not even just beaten, I mean decimated. Yeah, They've they've been absolutely manhandled. I mean,
1: wasn't it last Royal Rumble where Kevin Owens had the match? The the handcuff match. The handcuff match, where Paul Heyman couldn't get the handcuffs.
0: One of of the biggest colossal fuck-ups of their pay-per-view history for last year. Yeah. With the exception of Crown Jewel.
1: There's an argument for... We were talking about this before. There's an argument for McIntyre. There is an argument, but he's injured at the moment. From what I've heard, I don't believe he's in the rumble. Mm -mm. So I'm going to go with my prediction of what they will do as being Lesnar. And here's the big one. And I've told you this, and Mm -hmm. this is really ballsy,
0: in my opinion.
1: Yeah, This is what I would do, and a lot of people are going to get on to me for this.
0: (laughs) Brace yourselves.
1: I... My winner of the Royal Rumble, and this is because of the situation that they've put themselves in with how powerful both Reigns and Lesnar are at the moment, is Omos or Amas or however. Omos. Today, so Omos or Amas. AJ's mate. Yeah, AJ's mate. And the reason why is because legitimately he comes across as a frat. Yeah. He's new. Uh, the mystique is still there. He's a monster. And I'm thinking for anyone who's a bit of a wrestling historian, I'm thinking Yoko in '93. Yeah. Yokosuna in 1993, when no one could get him over. Yeah, 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 He was new. He burst onto the scene. He was like just he was invincible. Yeah. I would, it was, it was I, I would, I would book it that wrecking, way. I, I, yeah. I, but you've got to be really careful with obviously a Mass or Omus. He's got to be protected. Yeah. You know, he's he's still extremely new. The one thing that I would do is I would have him down that performance center, and I would have him looking devastating. Mm. I'd have a couple of moves that were absolutely devastating. Yeah, I mean, because some of the I, moves I agree don't with look the good. idea. Yeah,
0: see, that's where I was going. Yeah. I agree with I, the idea, and I love that idea. But he's.
1: <sighs> but the problem is, where do you go from what they've done? You got to look at this long- is
0: got to look at it in the long, you know, the long view. Because
1: you make a new start. Yeah. Where'd and you go with it, either? You keep the... Mis- I'm not too sure, because you keep the mystique. Mm. See, with wrestling, I think we all get given too much too soon.
0: Yeah, especially now.
1: Yeah. Like, you keep the mystique of Omos. If he has a match, he doesn't have to do a fucking load of stuff. He doesn't have to do a swan fucking bomb off of a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of the yeah. top rope onto a ladder. Can
0: you imagine someone that size Yeah, but I think that. that's what
1: everybody looks yeah. at. high but when you go back, takers When you go back to years ago, yeah. you know, when you have Yoko mm. years ago and things like that, I mean, even Andre the Giant, people like that, they don't have to fucking do a lot, and they yeah. shouldn't. It's more realistic saying that so
0: it's yesterday. his 20
1: uh, yesterday his 29th anniversary of Andre the Giant's death uh, sad yeah. but here's why here's where I'm going to go with my argument you can't tell me that you wouldn't be interested to see Brock versus Amos or Amos or Roman versus Amos or Amos Amos <laughs> You can't tell me you wouldn't be interested. I know. I know. Fuck it. Fuck it. You can't tell me you wouldn't be interested or geez, intrigued at what that. they would do. Yeah. I think it would be Because great. it would be new. It would be a shock. Mm. It's better than going back with Owens. Or AJ, because of yeah, the booking it's,
0: it's like you said earlier, I, this, It's
1: it's been and done. Yeah, We don't is, need to keep seeing the same regurgitated shit and all, all the time. Also, I just want to point out, which I think is a disgrace, that if they do Reigns and Lesnar as the main event, it will tie a record to The Rock and Austin yeah. for the number of main events at WrestleMania. Just think about that.
0: Do they deserve
1: it? Absolutely not. No. Are they of the same calibre as this Mark is, and Austin? This is... Absolutely This not. is the two that caused a beach ball fucking party yeah. at the main event of... I think it was, what was 33, was wasn't it? it what,
0: what was the other one where... Was it a triple threat?
1: I can't and remember, everyone, but I know there was a beach ball going and up and fucking Everyone down. was
0: chanting, Roman, sleeping, because he was down behind an ounce table for five minutes. I think
1: that was last year. Was it? Can't remember. But what what I'm saying about, you know... They're going to equal the record of <sighs> The Rock and Austin.
0: Is it, is it, I said the same thing when, was it Lesnar, his last run with the um, Raw title and he beat Punk's record mm. with the title run. How? He was a part-timer. What's his, this, this No, um Lesnar. And I fucking love Lesnar. I really do. Uh, But there was that whole dispute about he's now, you know, he's had a longer, you know, longest run whatever, um, which obviously has now been beaten by Reigns, Mm. being the longest running champion. I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, Punk still deserves that because he was on every show, he was on every pay-per-view, he defended it all the time. Whereas Lesnar's run with that title when he beat his record was I appeared once every six to eight weeks
1: I think it was Lesnar's attitude as well yeah he looked like he
0: couldn't give a shit yeah. he, 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 yeah, looked, I, he looked like he was there for, whereas at the moment I now, could understand if
1: they fucking booked, entertaining yeah I could understand if they booked it as it was a big deal for the champion to come yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was yeah, up yeah. for it and stuff like yeah. that but not being funny if you remember Lesnar when he first started he was really oh, technical the next big thing in, yeah right? and he was pretty oh, technical gosh, yeah. I mean, this Lesnar, this incarnation that we've got, mm. you know, so, all, all, all he does is just do... something there? i found... To, bellies, uh, not
0: he? Yes, Suplex City. I don't give a shit. Do something else.
1: Yeah, but you don't need to do 20 of the no. fuckers and bore the shit out of everyone, we? i
0: found, by pure fluke, and I've never even seen this before, it was, you know, obviously Brock before he was the Brock Lesnar, which he is now.
1: Oh, but IVW. It
0: was, no, it was a it was a, a, like a just an average show match of... Uh, Brock Lesnar as this little baby face jobber against Mr. Perfect.
1: Yeah, well. Never seen that before. i I have. It's a. Uh, I know the history between them. Yeah, two. It's, it's a dark match. Yeah. They were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, they were both from Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt took Brock under his wing. And unfortunately, they had a little bit of a fall now in something called the plane ride from hell.
0: Dark side of the ring. Yeah, watch seen it. it. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: You that guys watch it. it. Dark Side of the Ring it's a hard hard
0: documentary series to watch some of Mm. them are emotionally draining yeah Um, but I'm sure we'll we'll cover subjects like that I'm sure in either top threes or you know our little debate section we will
1: so anyway it's your turn ah right Oh, you've covered the women's one. Uh, women's one. Uh, I believe that Ronda Rousey is going to win it. I've heard that she's coming back. I think you probably all heard that now too. I think that's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. I would go with Liv. She has the momentum at the moment. She's the crowd favourite. Yeah. It makes the most sense. Yeah, simple as I'll that. I'll go with that, yeah, I absolutely. I, also, I also, which uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for, I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. I, You know, since she done the Mean Girls thing and routine, yeah. she had the audience in the palm of her hand. She was the best promo for a long time. I, uh, I
0: genuinely believe that she is the best yeah. female performer going at the moment as far as, you know, in-ring capability and on mic. irregardless if she's a heel or a face, the Mm. crowd loves her.
1: So my prediction with Alexa Bliss is is that she will face Charlotte at WrestleMania, I think. Yeah. It makes sense because of what happened with the doll. Um, Do you remember that doll? Lily? Lily. Lily, that's it, winked. And you've got the you've got the vignettes, (laughs) you've got the vignettes going on at the moment.
0: If you haven't haven't seen it, YouTube. I'm sure it'll obviously be on WWE Network as well. And if we keep dropping WWE's network's name, maybe we'll get a free subscription out of it. So that's WWE Network.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see something happening. Charlotte's in there for a reason. I believe that Charlotte. Sadly. This is my opinion. I believe that something will happen in the middle of the Rumble where Bliss will eliminate Charlotte and they'll, yeah, we'll they'll, fight, few, to, they'll fight to the back or something like that. They'll both go over a fight. To yeah, something like Charlotte that. Charlotte will
0: get thrown out by Bliss and Charlotte um, will drag her over the top rope afterwards or something like that or cause a distraction. Yeah, so that, but I think
1: that Bliss will get the better of her and she'll beat the yeah. fuck out of her and all that sort of thing. And then you'll head into WrestleMania.
0: Rah, rah, rah. Title change yeah. hands. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um my predictions are pretty much the same to be to be honest. Uh with the exception obviously Alexa Bliss. I don't get me wrong, I'd love to see Bliss win it. I really would. My my, and go for Charlotte. my prediction is but, that
1: my prediction is that something will happen yeah. with oh, Bliss yeah, yeah. and Charlotte. Not oh. not Alexa winning.
0: Me personally, women's hands down I can see it being Liv Morgan.
1: What what they will do?
0: No, 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 Liv Morgan will win the Rumble.
1: What, what they will do? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and me personally, I'm, I'm going to stick with that as well. Okay. Um, and she'll take down Becky Lynch. Okay. And we'll have, you know, much like Kofi Mania, I think we'll have that same experience with Liv Morgan. Yeah. It's, it's been built up for yeah. a very few months now. Uh, this whole feud with Becky Lynch and Drop oh good god what a waste
1: you're talking about Piper Niven
0: yeah what a waste of a damn good wrestler yeah we'll save that for another topic well that's why I'm saying
1: I'm just dropping a real name yeah because it's absolutely ridiculous
0: again if any of you aren't aware obviously you do drop previously known as Piper Niven or should still be known as Piper Niven fantastically talented female wrestler she is she's brilliant she could, be,
1: she could be a real dominating force. Absolutely. Within that women's yeah. division. She's different. Yeah. Obviously because of her size. Yeah. You know. But uh, she's very athletic. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely athletic. But we, great, we miss that in, yeah. in, in, in WWE at it's, the moment. It's what is
0: missing. And they, they've got, again, Jesus, we're going off on the tirade again, aren't we? They're missing that calibre of... Not just in ring capability, but on a mic as well. Her promos previously were f- fantastic, mm. but then stupidly they paired her with Eva Marie.
1: What yeah, I don't was get it. What that about? Oh, I never got it. It's I also thought easy. it was insulting when she was going, "Oh, call cool, you do drop and all yeah, that bollocks." We we'll so call, we'll you know. call you a waste of fucking time. Sorry, I know other you...
0: people may have other opinions, but mm. personally, I think she's the biggest. Fucking waste of time that's ever happened to that that company. You you built her up as you know, and I know a lot of people out there will say this beautiful looking woman. I personally no, but you know just my opinion. But she's a terrible
1: performer. She's just she's shit. sorry. The only reason I'm not the only reason I'm not talking <laughs> is shit. one I'm, one I'm having a cigarette and and two. Two, we've gone off so far from what we were talking <laughs> I think, about. I know, yeah, we're going from our rumble prediction oh, and I've gone f- off in a tirade about Eva
0: Who, <laughs> who anyway. gives a shit? Yeah, anyway, it's episode number one. Who
1: cares? Anyway. You'll be lucky if you get it. It <laughs> probably ain't even recorded.
0: <laughs> right. My prediction, women's rumble, Liv Morgan wins. What I think WWE are gonna do, I think they're gonna give it to Liv Morgan. If if Rousey turns up yeah, all right, I can see that happening. I, I still so, agree with you on that.
1: Okay, so just to but, interject, if Routy's music hits, you change your yeah, mind.
0: If Joan Jett and the Black Arts kicks in, yeah. then we're all in for being very fucking disappointed. <laughs> but,
1: I tell you what, she is going to get some fucking welcome. Oh,
0: what do you think, good or bad? Bad. I think it's going to be hostile.
1: And I, and I don't think it's going to be good heat either.
0: No, for those of you who don't know, or aren't aware? Uh, Ronda Rousey, what were we saying a couple of years ago, or a year ago, or something like that? Made well, she she, some very, she attacked
1: the very
0: negative wrestling comments.
1: fans, didn't yeah. she? She said they were all ungrateful. Yeah. She did a similar thing in UFC. Yeah,
0: there were some very derogatory terms for fans. I think there might have been a couple about performers as well. Uh, yeah, how, how true that is, I don't know. But no, the no, thing it is, is it
1: is it is true because uh, if you remember. I mean, I'm not a greatest fan, but Nia Jax did tweet back, I can't wait to see you in the locker room then. Do yeah. you remember that or something yeah, along, those, along lines? those
0: lines? Yeah, yeah. It's so, it, yeah, if they do go down that line and bring her back and, you know, Joan Jett starts playing, I think you're, you, you, you're going to be close to an actual tirade of verbal abuse from fans, young and old, I think. Yeah. But so so yeah I'm I'm sticking with yeah I'm sticking with Liv Morgan. I think she deserves it at this time. And I think the push is is the push has gone on long enough that if they do put her to WrestleMania against Becky Lynch and she loses what a waste of fucking time.
1: Absolute waste. That's of time a possibility a member, with them. You know, you, you never yeah. know what they're going to do. I mean, I will go along with Liv. I, yeah. I, I mean, Bianca's there and she's mega talented. I yep. just I just don't see Bianca and Becky as a yeah. WrestleMania main event. I,
0: I mean, like I, I we we spoke about this again earlier before we started recording, and I and I was my predictions for the final three, and I'm I'm standing by them uh, for the women's rumble. I think the last three. Competitors in the Women's Rumble will be Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair. Okay. Anyone before that couldn't give a monkeys, to be fair. If if you're going to bring this new blood forward and start giving them the push they bloody deserve. And I know Bianca Belair has had her WrestleMania moment. And I know she was also just...
1: But she was humiliated, really, wasn't she? I mean, uh, 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 was it SummerSlam? Yeah, Becky Lynch. I mean, she come back and she squashed her. What it's, was the point?
0: You know, absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, that's another. Yeah, nah, I'm not even going to go into that. Um, my predictions for the men's, ironically, are same with you, I, Lesnar. I can't see.
1: How, how can they not be?
0: I can't see anyone else. That that like we also discussed earlier. That line. I had a look over the last couple of days of the lineup of competitors for the men's Royal Rumble, and I can quite honestly and very happily say. That is the biggest pile of shite I've seen in a long time.
1: I, I it's, just—it's a terrible. terrible I, I just can't see where you go. I can't see where you go. You've already had Roman beat everyone. Yeah. You've had day one where most of the top talent was in the match, yeah. and Lesnar won. Yeah. You've got Bobby Lashley and Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I can't see. Where's you going to go? Yeah. It, it can't but I, I warned you with this, didn't yeah. I? Do you remember oh, yeah, I said yeah, yeah, yeah. I said back before oh, I think it was fit. Survivor series, yeah, 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 yeah. I said they are really booking themselves yeah. into a corner. Big time. Brock, if you were gonna go with Brock, he should have come back for this rumble.
0: Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, and made a bit yeah, gone from gone for the rumble and made a beeline straight to Mania and take the title. Job done. That's it. End of story.
1: We've gotta remember that. Brack and Roman has already happened. It happened at Crown Jewel. Yeah,
0: let's not even go there with that. <laughs> do
1: you know what? That's I a I think pay-per-view. I think that we save our other topic for another time. Yeah, I think we've gone on long enough.
0: Uh-huh. What do you think? Oh, stuff it.
1: Yeah. Do you know what?
0: Yeah, I'm absolutely fine with that. Because yeah, we're so, we're, we're, yeah.
1: we've kept the rumble theme. Yeah, and I, I think as a first podcast, I think it's been yeah pretty successful. Yeah, yeah, and I think that topic.
0: Otherwise, we could go on for. Uh, this is going to be a six-hour podcast. Otherwise. Yeah,
1: and the, that's what I'm thinking. The <laughs> poor audience. Yeah. I mean, if you know, uh... <laughs> will we'll,
0: we'll 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 dangle the next subject out there. So it's James's pick for our next best-of
1: moment. Which you have gone for? Well, I've gone for two top threes, Funny enough, Stu. I have gone, because I think this is a really interesting topic, and this always gets talked about. I've gone for the top three most underrated wrestlers. Underrated. Underrated. Wrestlers. Okay. And on the same theme, I've gone for the top three most underrated matches. Ooh they don't have to be mutually exclusive yeah okay so it sounds quite boring I suppose but actually there's a mm. lot there a real lot there you oh know Christ
0: we covered one of them earlier
1: is that still underrated I don't think it is anymore mind games uh, oh no I wasn't on about that one weren't you no
0: okay cool I'm not no, I was about to say it then I'm not going to because I'm going to have that money picks so yeah
1: yeah. So, um, I, uh, I've i got one more thing oh. to say <clears throat> one of our listeners got the question right which was the answer was it was X-Pac wasn't it yes, the answer it was, it was Sean yeah. Waltman the only two time Hall of Famer without being inducted himself and the winner was Stu Vineyard. so well done there we, well I done think, Stu I think we should call that our high flyer of the month yeah why not Top turnbuckle podcast. There you go, yeah. High flyer. High flyer of this podcast. Why not? Uh, Stu Vineyard. Well done, mate. Well done, mate. And uh, our topical debate,
0: which we were going to cover today, but we've just gone on for far too long. Um, The uh, topical debate that we're going to have on our next episode will be WWE's releases and cuts.
1: Yeah, and I think it is something that we can do because... I don't think these are over. No.
0: I think there's still more to come.
1: Yep. So, I think with that, we will sign off. I think we will say yep. thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I hope we haven't bored you too much. I hope you've enjoyed this and pilot yeah. episode.
0: Episode one, that's it. We're done. Yep. Fantastic. I've got to say, thanks again, mate. Thanks it's to been, you as it's well. I've really, awesome. really enjoyed it. It's <laughs> Absolutely been brilliant. brilliant.
1: Yeah. It's been a lot <laughs> been of fun. I've been shooting the shit, having a, Excellent time here.
0: It's been a good laugh. Yep. Hopefully we'll see you all soon. Hopefully we'll be back in four weeks.
1: Yeah, maybe four weeks. Probably after the next February pay-per-view. Or before, maybe. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Leave your comments. If you've got any ideas or suggestions for top threes or best moments or topic or debates that you want us to cover, leave us us a comment on our Facebook page, Twitter page. Challenge us. Yes, absolutely. And our Instagram page. Feel free to message us or leave a comment. Any any opportunity where we can get you, the listeners, involved will be fantastic. And one more time, thank you ever so much for tuning in.
1: Thank you and goodbye. Laters. Laters. Good night.